Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, March 3rd, 2023. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? How is everyone? We are coming off uh, hot off the heels from our sixth annual Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser, which we'll be talking more about thank yous and donor tiers and all that stuff in a hot second here. Uh, But first and foremost, thank you all so much to those of you who donated. And I've heard word that there are still some some donations out there. Uh, So we're actually going to leave the GoFundMe open for the time being. Uh, But that's not going to prevent you all who have donated from getting your thank you prizes, gifts, all that stuff. Uh, We've sent out uh, emails uh, to those of you who donated. So thank you for that. We've also sent out some stock certificates. Check your emails, check your spam. Most importantly, most of those probably ended up in the spam folder. So you're going to want to go digging. You could try your junk folder. Um, if you have a specific, not, you know, it's an inbox folder, but not spam, but it's dedicated for Beantown podcast. Um, you know, you might want to check there as well. And now speaking of email is a great time to remind you all that you can uh, subscribe to the Beantown blog. If you go to beantownpodcast.com slash blog, um, you can actually subscribe there and then you will get a new email message anytime we post on the blog, which is, you know, two to three times a year, something like that. So one of the things that we did uh, for Donor Tears this year was limericks, and we're going to read some of those live on air. I have just freshly written five limericks. I've got five more to go. Those will be next week. So today is going to be for uh, immediate family and then my grandparents. We've got five limericks to come there, so that's going to be exciting. I'm going to read those for your enjoyment in a hot second here. Uh, I want to... uh, mention that our our third and final thing uh, for the Topaz Elite members, of course, are Beantown stickers. So those are going to be getting sent out uh, in the mail before too long. There's a lot of moving pieces, um, namely me moving the stickers into an envelope, finding a stamp, and then getting everyone's addresses. It takes a little bit of time. Uh, So thank you for for bearing with me. Thank you for your patience. But I do have stickers, and we are going to be sending those out. So be on the lookout for that. Today, we are drinking the Revolution Brewing Coffee Eugene Coffee Porter, freshly roasted coffee and deep chocolate notes. Mm. And then uh, a little bit of our, a little bit more of our Trader Joe's branded whiskey, Scotch blended whiskey, which is not amazing, but not terrible. I'm really not a whiskey snob or a Scotch snob for that matter. So, Scotch snob. I'm going to be using this for something later. I'm not going to tell you what it is, though. The, the diehard beanheads will have an idea. Uh, so let me write this down here. Um, but I wanted to um, also mention I'm the, the host, the creator, the best boy of this show. And hello to our friends in Pakistan, wherever you are listening from, Hyderabad, Bombay, Khyber Pass, Thank you so much for listening to our show, making us the 112th ranked comedy podcast in the great, big, beautiful Islamic Republic of Pakistan. Uh, there was something, oh, I, I got to mention, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to this show. Number one, we'll occasionally some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Uh, but, you know, we're here to just have fun. We're here to hang loose. And I, I got to tell you, we did our pledge drive telethon just five days ago on Sunday. And it was a great time, but it was a huge effort. There's all sorts of music and technology and 
discussions and power rankings and all that great stuff. Thank you to everyone who called in to make it a great show. But the point being, I'm I'm still you know I'm still coming down from that high. I'm still uh, recovering mentally, physically, sexually, all of those. So today's just going to be a chill show. We're going to do some limericks. I have some limerick related trivia. And then uh, we'll we'll kind of uh, see we'll, we'll see what else is coming down the pike here, uh, which is where we can start. So next week, next week is crazy. It's St. Patrick's Day on the Saturday, and then Selection Sunday on the Sunday. So there's a couple college basketball Division One tournaments that are happening like this weekend. I was watching some MAC. Uh, nope, that's not right. I was watching some MBC action, the Missouri Valley Conference. I was seeing Indiana State. Larry Bird's alum versus Belmont, the Christian school down in Nashville. And I don't know actually what happened. It seemed like Indiana State was the better team, but Belmont wasn't completely dead in the water. Looks like Indiana State beat Belmont 94 to 91, according to this, uh, this Google search. So close game. It was actually an upset. Uh, they had the exact, well, similar record. Indiana State was the five, Belmont was the four, so kind of an upset. But congratulations to the Indiana State Sycamores or whatever they are. They'll advance to the Arch Madness semifinal. But a lot of the, most of the big major basketball tournaments are next week. Uh, big East, of course, DePaul probably gonna probably gonna run the table and and go, you know, dancing. I would ex- expect the Big Ten is crazy this year. There's like nine or ten teams that are gonna go to the tournament. Uh, including Northwestern, the Northwestern Wildcats gearing up for their only their second ever March Madness appearance, which is going to be exciting. They don't need to win any more games before then. They're definitely going, which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see. You've got the SEC that has Alabama, who's probably going to be like the number one overall seed or a, a number one seed. The number one seeds, I think, right now are going to be like Houston, Alabama, probably like Kansas and someone else. I'd have to, we can do a deep dive uh, into March Madness next week, I suppose. But um, yeah, next week, uh, next Sunday, Selection Sunday. So you got all those tournaments that in a couple of them, like the Big Ten um, and then probably like the American and on Sunday, uh, Houston. So we got that coming up. But then the to add on top of all of this, next Sunday is also the Oscars. So we have, we li- next weekend is literally like, all your conference basketball stuff, St. Paddy's Day next Saturday, one of the biggest, craziest days of the year in Chicago. And then you got, you know, Selection Sunday, you got the Oscars, which I, so I haven't like sat down it is, you know, the diehard beanheads will recall that we were really into the Oscars for a while and just into movies kind of in that movie pass era. But then even coming out of that, I still went to movies a lot. And then just in the last three to four years here, I've just really fallen off. Um, and it's not even like, oh, I just stopped going to theaters. I just watch movies at home. I just haven't watched that many movies in general. I don't think Rachel is super into movies just as a medium compared to TV shows. And just haven't made the time, haven't made the effort. So we've, you know, our Oscar special used to be a big show. It's kind of come down uh, in the last couple of years, but... 
We'll still talk some of that. We'll, we'll talk Way of Wata, which I have not seen yet, although I think it's like out of theaters now. So it's officially at the point. Well, it's definitely out of theaters. I mean, we were talking about Way of Water like three months ago. It's March, everyone. Um, I think it's at the point where I can just find that like stream and watch it on my own time, maybe a slow afternoon at work or something. We'll see how it goes. And then next week is birthday. Uh, it's my my birthday, St. Patrick's Day, all that good stuff. And then we finish up our last weekend in March with uh, the Shamrock Shuffle, which is going to be run by yours truly for the second straight year. Probably not going to be a PR. I'm slower, I'm fatter, I'm more hobbled. All the good things this year compared to last year. But I'm still going to go out, I'm still going to give my best effort, and hopefully we'll get some nice weather. So that's what's coming up here in March. It's uh, you know it's a fun series of shows, but more importantly, it's just a fun, fun series of events here in the city of Chicago. We're supposed to be having a gigantic blizzard happening today, and I have seen exactly like two drops of rain fall from the sky. It's been very gray and overcast. All it's been nothing, uh, nothing Cummins, which is just fine. And then also, let's do two special shout-outs. One to uh, my guy, Brandon Johnson, for making the runoff election. Uh, Chicago's mayoral election, a great word, M-A-Y-O-R-A-L election was this past Tuesday. And if you don't know what a runoff is, basically, to win the uh, mayor's office, you have to get at least 50% of the vote. And if you don't do that, then they'll do what's called a runoff, where the top two vote-getters will then go to a special election uh, later this month or in early April. I can't remember how long the period is. So no one got to, to 50, but the top two vote voters were Paul Vallis, the white guy who destroys schools and all the Southwest Side cops love him. And then you have Brandon Johnson, who's a, a te- former teacher and endorsed by the CTU, Chicago's teacher, Chicago Teachers Union, although I just saw Jesse White former legendary secretary of state here in the state of Illinois for like 40 years or whatever it was, um, just endorsed Vallis. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but that's going to be coming up. So that's your first special shout out. And then our second special shout out is to, uh, Rachel's father, Jose, um, happy birthday. It's coming up soon here. It's, uh, just in like five days. So happy birthday to the big, uh, J train. 49 again this year very exciting so uh yeah congratulations another year another trip around the sun i made the i made the suggestion to uh to jose and to betty you know a couple days ago that what if we so they have a above ground pool in the backyard what if we took it took it up a notch bam like emerald lagasse and and we did a lazy river all the way around the house we, you know, we'll hire some guys, we'll put it on, uh, you know, Amanda's credit card or something and they'll, you know, they'll construct it all the neighborhood kids could come around and we can charge them five bucks a pop or something, which is a steal. Cause if you go to Burbank water park, I think it's like eight bucks or something. So you come to the Ramos lazy river and it's going to be a great time. We can sell lemonade. We can, we can go to Costco and get bulk popsicles and then sell those for quadruple the price. It will be capitalism at its finest. If you you go into the garage, that's where, that's where like, uh, Quinn's, 
bar is 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 you know what it would be but i want like a snappier name like quinn saloon or something like that because uh, that's where all the uh the handles of of liquor that i sneak uh the occasional shot into my beer are so that you know it's 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 on it's on brand it's on theme the only thing it gets a little hot in that garage in the summer so we're gonna need to bring out the industrial fans anyways these are some of the ideas that i have in my head Maybe I could have saved it for our next Big Ideas podcast, but we don't have one scheduled right now, so who knows? Sometimes when you got a big idea, you just got to let the world know. And then hope no one steals your idea and doesn't give you credit for it. Mm. Okay, let's th- say thank you to our sponsors, and then we're going to do limericks. And our trivia, there's actually a couple of trivia questions today that are all about limericks, or have something to do with limericks. And so we're just going to do that, and that's going to be our show. It's going to be like a tight 20, 25-minute kind of deal. And I know I, I've said that once or twice before, that we would keep a, a show short, and then we don't. But i got to tell you, I'm, uh, I'm not particularly tired, although last weekend I didn't get a lot of rest. I had to work on Saturday, then our big pledge drive show on Sunday. But I'm just uh, – I did a lot of stuff this week. I – Hung out with a good good friend of the show, John Paul Pendowski, who's played a variety of characters uh, on this program in the past. I worked late. Uh, was it Monday night? I think or Tuesday night? No, Monday night. Crazy thing. We could have done a whole show about this, but I will just say thank you to a good friend of mine, Adriana and uh, Henriquez, for uh, who works for City Winery. She she invited a bunch of us, my college friends, we went out there to their new space out on Clark Street, like Clark in Chicago, and they did a mock wedding, so like a run-through wedding, but like the real deal, you know, DJ, food, cocktail hour, um, dancing, all that fun stuff. And so it was completely on their dime. So just go there after work on a Monday and have like four or five drinks, which I do not recommend, nor do I normally do on a Monday. Um but that did that on Monday and then poster presentations for my the, the master's program that I'm an alum of uh, on Thursday night, last night. So just it's one of those weeks where there wasn't a lot of just lounging, if you will, which I guess is a good uh, primer for adulthood when I get there. But, you know, it's just a busy week. So we're going to say thank you to um, uh, our sponsors, of course, Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, don't just do a random Google search and pick the first guy you find. You need someone who's certified, doubly insured, safe, and effective, most importantly, not to mention, uh, you know, just an upstanding good guy. It's my dad, Steve, 541-410-0316, or go to homeprideorgan.com. Again, 541-410-0316. Tell him Quinn sent you for a special springtime limited offer, and uh, call Home Pride Oregon, and you will be all set. When you need uh, your home, oh, we're just restarting now. Home inspection, uh, home Oregon, uh, home pride Oregon inspection perfection. That was poorly planned, poorly executed, all all the poorlies, but we got through it. And then, of course, our good friends, the uh, the Samson Q2U series. When you need crisp, clean, and clear audio quality, unlike the air quality in Los Angeles, audio quality. You're going to want to use a company that is safe and trusted by millions of podcasters around the globe, or at least those who are big in the country of Pakistan, the Republic of Pakistan. Go to Cuts by Q. Nope. Uh, um, Samson Q2U rhymes with Cuts by Q. That's why it's so confusing. The Samson Q2U series, uh, when God speaks, 
he uses Samson. And then, of course, our Cuts by Q, one of the greater barbershops, independently owned, mind you, in the greater Chicagoland area, northwest Indiana, city of Chicago, Cook County, uh, Glen Ellen, uh, Joe Davies. I always loved Joe Davies County when I was growing up. I don't really know where it is. West and north, I think, out by Stevenson County near Iowa. Probably somewhere in those parts. These ad reads are a total slog today. Uh, I did give a nice little fresh shave by Q. The neck beard, the regular beard, the little uh, eye patch that grows in between. Uh, eye patch. Uh, eyebrow patch that grows in between. Like unibrow ask, but my, my hair up there is so basically translucent. T-R-A-N-S-U, nope, L-U-C, like Loyola, E-N-T. Remember in uh, Ozark, like one of the first seasons, because the show starts in Chicago, I don't remember exactly what the context is. I think it's in season one, but Jason Bateman is like, oh, yeah, we're going up to LU to see this and that. And it's, it was like, how could you guys not, if you're going to make that specific of a reference, how could you not have researched the fact that no one in the history of mankind and all of Sister Jean's 103 years, she just published a memoir after 103 years, no one has ever called Loyola University LU. You can call it L-U-C, you can call it Loyola, or if uh, you want to get real technical, you can call it Loyola University Chicago, but no one has ever called it L-U. That'd be like calling DePaul DP. And I do, I, I hear DPU from time to time, not frequently, but all, you know, DePaul's not that hard to say. Um, you just, you know, it's not L-U, it's not DP. You wouldn't call, okay, I think we all are on the same page. Anyway, so that's that. Let's get to our limericks here. So again, if you are a furnace and you donated, uh, which was like everyone, because there's only, there's not very many of us. Some of you may or may not know this. My, my furnace family is not particularly large. We have two grandparents. We have an, one aunt, one uncle brother and sister and then we have steve jane and then my my three siblings that's the whole that's it um going back a ways grandma sal grandpa dave both only children so my uh steve home pride oregon of home pride oregon fame no aunts no uncles no cousins although steve uh brought up an interesting point in our group family group chat earlier this week he was able to trace Family lineage, I believe my grandfather's mother, going back up that route, back to the early 17th century, like 1605 or something like that. It's like nine generations, perhaps, maybe even more than that. Pretty badass. Quali is, is the last name. K-V-A-L-E, Quali. It's good stuff. I got to watch that Norseman show or watch the Vikings TV show on the History Channel. It'd be like, be like a, my own documentary almost. Okay, so we wrote limericks. As a reminder, this is one of the prizes. This was kind of the second tier prize for uh, our donating to our pledge drive. And thank you uh, one more time on today's episode. Thank you so much again for donating. I know that the United Way of Metro Chicago is really going to appreciate, appreciate it. We raised $280. I mean... Look, we're not we're not getting a wing named after us or anything, but 
um, all of this money to charity, and we've done it many times in the past now, um, I figure I might not get a wing. And I, guys, I'm not doing this for the money. And this wouldn't be named after me. It would be named after Beantown because we all own shares of Beantown. But maybe we could get like a, a bench named after us. I think that'd be kind of cool. Basically, what I'm trying to say is if the United Way of Metro Chicago approached me and said, we want to name our bench after you or a bench, not the only bench, but a bench, Johnny A. Bench, we would be happy or I, the show would be happy to say yes to that. Okay, I promise you a tight 20 or 25. We're going to take the uh, ladder on that. The garage band crapped out, but we're back. Okay, limerick time. Here we go. Then we got a little bit of trivia, and then we're going to be done. So here, first and foremost, to my parents, Jane and Steve. So this limerick is uh, appropriately called Mom and Dad. And maybe we'll put this on the website after. I'm not sure. Excuse me. If you love your mom and dad and your devotion's not just a fad, then send them a gift or else they'll feel miffed and your inheritance will be oh so sad. So thank you to uh, parents of the podcast for donating to this year's Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser. We and the United Way will very much appreciate it. This one is for my oldest brother, Walt. There once was a brother named Walt whose favorite rock was basalt. It's good in small portions, but hard to contortion and slightly less tasty than salt. The only thing I got to say about that is that contortion in and of itself is not a verb. Contort is, but that's the beauty of limericks. You totally get to just have fun, like vomiting words. All right, this is for my little sister, Abby. My sister belongs to the beavers, and I have to interject ever so quickly to say she goes to Oregon State. Okay, let's restart. My sister belongs to the beavers. Their pelts oh so cherished by weavers. They like to build dams. She thinks they're like ham. I won't taste, so I'll have to believe her. I got to say that one, uh, I got stuck in the middle for like 10 minutes, and Rachel had on Vanderpump Rules in the background, and it was just hard to be creative. There was a lot of... uh, you know, just sexiness happening on the screen, and I was thinking about my coffee stout, and just, but we got through it, so you're welcome. All right, this is for my uh, final brother of the show, uh, or just my other brother, Jack. My middle, my brother's middle name, <coughs> start over, my brother's middle name is Hank, not Slappy, nor Douglas, nor Frank. You could call him Whitey, and he'll say alrighty, so long as it's only a prank. I feel like Bill Curtis right now. And then finally, grandmother and grandfather of the show, Dave and Sally Furness. Here you guys go. This one is rough. And if you're a fan of uh, Al Yankovic's biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, you might recognize some of these. My grandparents live in Minnesota, not Iowa nor North or South Dakota. They sure love hot dish. It's mighty delish. I sure hope they never move to Sarasota. Some of the syllables on that one got a little bit uh, stretched, if you will. But you got to do what you got to do when it comes to limericks. So there you go. Our first five limericks. We'll have five more for you next week. 
Um, we've got some other great donors, uh, such as uh, Jake Marshall and Abby Witzak, our neighbors down the street and good friends from college. Um, of course, how could you forget aunt of the show, Anna Ugunike? She will be there. Um, Jane's much, much older sister, but don't tell her I said that. She doesn't listen. It's okay. Uh, you have, of course, Betty Ramos, uh, good, dear, dear future mother-in-law of the podcast. You have uh, Matthew Fiedler, of course, our tech, our tech, our tax specialist who uh, is going to be getting his very own limerick. And then finally, but not uh, not lastly, bringing up the rear, uh, Marge Dennison, who is a good friend of the show. If you want to go on Facebook and interact with her, she will be happy uh, to do that because she's probably my most active Facebook friend. Okay, here we go. Um, we have a couple, uh, like two separate limerick-related trivias and uh, one is definitely a multi-parter but let's see if i can remember it here um let's start here okay so limerick limerick ireland is the third largest city in the nation of ireland and it's very simple i just want you to give me the other four five most populated metro areas in Ireland. This is per Wikipedia, but there doesn't, based off of the populations I'm looking at right now, there doesn't seem like there's a lot of potential for controversy. So I'm already giving you number three on this, on one to five in terms of most populous cities in Ireland. I'm just looking for the other four. And I'll say this, uh, just my own knowledge, I did a little bit of just guessing before I got to this. I knew one and two. Four and five I did not know, although four has a special place in my own personal history. Not necessarily the city itself, but at least the name. And uh, I'll share what that is when we get to it. So that's your first question. Limerick is the third largest city in Ireland by population. Give me one, two, four, five if you can. The other one I thought was interesting, and um, I think if you're if you you could maybe reason this one out to a certain extent, um, if you really think hard. So here is my second question. Then we'll do the answers. This you former U.S. president's great grandfather Thomas hails from the town of Bruff or hailed from the town of Bruff, B-R-U-F-F, in East County Limerick. And I can't tell you exactly, like, when, because there weren't any years associated with this, and uh, I didn't do any further research. But basically, tell me the president whose great-grandfather originally came from the county Limerick. And if you want an extra clue to try to get that one, because I recognize it's just like, all you can really say is like, okay, so whose great grandfather would have been Irish, a uh, former president? Which I frankly is like maybe a really good. I don't know how many presidents that like definitely narrows it down to, but in my mind, there's one who kind of stands out um, in terms of, oh yeah, that makes sense. I guess the only other thing I could say about this president is he his his family name is uh, just as big as his presidency if that makes sense which should probably help you eliminate like the hardings of the world i don't know that many hardings we went to church with hardins but there was no g or you could probably get rid of the uh um the uh 
the uh, the the Carters, right? You know, you got uh, Carter daughter was uh, kind of a, a smoke show in the '80s, if you will, but. Uh, we don't really talk about them that much anymore, although Jimmy Carter's definitely on his last couple of days here. So, okay, so let's uh, go back to the answers here. So going back to question number one, uh, if you couldn't get number one, then I can't do much for you because I am sure you didn't get the other ones. Uh, so number one, most populous city in Ireland is Dublin. Bonus points, email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. If you can tell me whether Dublin has more or fewer than 1 million residents, okay? Uh, we'll, we'll reveal that when we finish our cities here. Number two is Cork, which has about 208,000 people. Number three, Limerick, of course, has 94,000 people. Number four is Gal- Galway. I always want to say Galway at 79,000 people, and that's one that has a little bit of extra meaning. Rachel and I went on our first date at Galway Bay down on Diversity Parkway. On February 22nd, 2020, three plus years ago. Happy anniversary to Rachel. And then number five was one I probably never would have gotten in a million years. Waterford, W-A-T-E-R-F-O-R-D, Waterford, 53,000 people. Uh, If you're curious, our bonus question for this week, Dublin, does it have more or fewer than 1 million people? It has more, 1 million 173,000 people. So just just a squidge more, but uh, if you got that, then uh, email us for a special prize. Okay, our second question. This former U.S. president's great-grandfather, Thomas, uh, and then in parentheses here, it says the man who gave them the F in their name. I don't know if that means their name used to be, um, didn't have an F at the start. That doesn't really make sense to me, but uh, it, you'll see what I'm saying in a second here. Hails from the town of Bruff in East County Limerick. That former U.S. president, Fitzgerald. So was it It's Gerald? Is that a thing? I've never seen It's Gerald. I don't really know. Former U.S. president, John F. Kennedy, old Jack. Uh, his great-grandfather, Thomas Fitzgerald, hails from the town of East County Limerick. So the reason I thought that was something the beanheads could get was because most people know JFK was our only Catholic president, and I oftentimes, I don't know about you, but I associate Catholic with Ireland, Irish Catholic, and I don't know how many presidents there are that have Irish roots. Probably a ton, but how many of them are like that closely associated with their identity the way Jackie's uh, um, Catholic, uh, Irish Catholic even identity was associated with himself as a person. And then our bonus clue is that he, his, the name was bigger, not bigger, but as big as the presidency. And I think the Kennedy family, uh, Ted and George and Alvin and, uh, Jackie Onassis, of course, and uh, all that good stuff is, is pretty big. So, uh, last thing I want to say here, I was going to say at the start and I completely forgot well, two things. One, if you uh, donated to our Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser and you did not get a limerick today, we will get you next week. I absolutely promise that. Or, you know, sometime in 2023. And then the other thing I want to say is just a quick, you know, call out to Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, if you listened last week, you know what happened there. You are dead to me, basically, and probably uh, would not welcome you um, back to the program or to the program in general. So find another you know, podcast to toy with their heartstrings or whatever you like to do to, you know, young men. I'm looking at your Instagram story right now and it looks, uh, 
only 794,000 followers. So I know, like I almost have that many. I don't really know what that says about us. That's what I had for you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning into our show. We got St. Patrick's Day, Selection Sunday, all that good stuff coming up next weekend. The Oscars, of course. And uh, my name is Quinn David Furness. So, everyone, thank you for listening so much. Let's cue up our outro music here. Happy March. Stay safe, stay sane, and I'll check in on you next time. Bye.